Yesterday, we talked about Donald Trump, his comments about Senator John McCain. And last night on my buddy, Bill O'Reilly's show, The O'Reilly Factor, Donald Trump had this to say. Joining us now from his New York City headquarters is Donald Trump. So a supporter of yours, somebody who likes you, asked me yesterday, why doesn't Trump just stick to the issues, because some of them are resonating, why does he have to get personal? How do you answer that? Well, you know, when you get personal, uh, if you look at what John McCain said, we had 15,000 incredible Americans talking about illegal immigration bill, and he called them crazies. And that was a very insulting thing. They were all very insulted in Phoenix the other day. And I was a very insulting thing, not good. And I also see what's happening because I'm making the rounds all over the country and I see how badly our veterans are being treated and he's the guy. I mean, he's supposed to be doing it and I see him on television all the time and he's always talking, talking, but nothing gets done. These veterans are living in hell, Bill. They're, they're hurting and they're crying and you see these strong, powerful people and you see tears coming down their eyes. The Veterans Administration is a scandal. It's corrupt and what's going on is a disgrace and right. believe me, if I win, if I become president, that will end. The veterans will be treated properly. Now, I'm going to get to that uh, issue in a moment. I also want to talk about the illegal immigration issue. But you kind of dodged the question. You could have made the point that Mr. McCain's characterization of your supporters as crazies was false. Um, and then you could have just said what you said right now that the vets need better treatment and I, Donald Trump, are going to do that if elected. But then when asked about McCain, you got into his war record, and I think you would admit here tonight that was a mistake because John McCain was a hero, and you know that. But I haven't said anything different. In fact, Cheryl Atkinson analyzed what I said. She took it all the way, and she included a few minutes later at a news conference, which everybody goes to immediately, and she looked at it and she said, Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. He said the right things. In fact, he said war hero four times. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. You, you can, you can backtrack into that. But the fact of the matter is, we just played the clip where you said he was captured, and I like people who weren't captured. Now, you know that that wasn't correct. Well, he was on a bombing well, mission. I'm he was shot down. He was tortured. He could have been released but said no because he wanted to stay with his captured comrades. Come on, Donald. You know that the way that Bill, came off Bill, wasn't correct. It, Bill, no matter how you say it, what I said, including my remarks right afterwards, right off the stage, if you look at it, and Cheryl Atkinson is highly respected, she said it was very unfair the way the media played. All you right, know, maybe really that was unfair, but you yourself, and I know you for a long time, and I want you to be honest, you do think John McCain is a hero. I know you do. I do. I had, and by the way, I said it. I actually said it four times, and I said it immediately right. after I went well, off stage I want because I was asked that question. There is no debate about John McCain's heroism. He is an American hero. And I agree with Bill O'Reilly on that. Seriously, you heard. You heard. He had an opportunity to leave. He wouldn't leave his buddies behind, and he didn't have to do that. And uh, quite frankly, how many of us would have done uh, the same? Uh, you know, Donald Trump spinning there, his his wheels, if if you can hear. And one of the other things that bothered me about that, that I you know mentioned yesterday, like he did with the comment about you know uh, Mexican and you know Latino immigrants, not saying illegal, 
And, you know, being still a birther, still questions President Barack Obama's birth, uh, you know, in this, uh, you know, the nation in the United States being a true American, which I think that and the immigration comments, a tinge of racism. John McCain is not running, nor is Donald Trump running against him in the state of Arizona for the senatorial seat. Uh, You know, for, you know, and I wish Bill had gone further and asked him, you know, so if you think he's a hero, then why did you say he's only a hero because he got caught? Why, you know, and, and, and why would you make, you know, such a remark, which I think Bill did actually, you know, the latter part, uh, talk about that. But we're not just talking about that in regard to Donald Trump. And by the way, I, I want to be very clear. Donald Trump scares me. It's not just the bad hairdo, the three wives, the cheating on the wives, the fact he's got an ego bigger than God, if you will. And I don't think this guy knows how to say no. He certainly does not know how to apologize. We know that, and I mentioned it yesterday. And I'll tell you why this guy scares me. Donald Trump scares me because he could, with his celebrity, be elected president of the United States of America. A favorite now at 24%, leading the pack of 16, count them, GOP contenders for the presidency in 2016. 24% of Republican and Republican-leaning independent voters. That's the highest percentage and widest lead so far in the campaign, according to a Washington Post-ABC News poll. He far outpaced his rivals. Scott Walker comes next in at 13%. Jeb Bush right behind Walker at 12%. And the next seven support range from 8 down to 3%. The survey that was conducted last Thursday through the weekend said that most of the participants were interviewed before Trump lambasted McCain over the weekend. So we'll see after a new poll how that will, if at all, Uh, Reflect. I hope and I believe his numbers will go down. But will it be enough to reduce that huge gap that he has over Walker and Bush and usually over the others? His popularity among those questioned dropped significantly, they said, after the latest outburst. But the first official Republican presidential debate, not due until August, primaries and caucuses for the party's presidential nomination that will take place next year, as you know, So, of course, we know between now and voting day, polls can significantly shift. McCain said Trump should apologize to veterans after he dismissed the U.S. senator's military record because he was taken prisoner during the Vietnam War. And yesterday, we posed that question. I didn't hear from as many vets as I would have liked, and I didn't hear from as many of you as I would have liked regarding that question. You answered a lot of my other questions. And one question I'd like to throw out again today is whether or not Trump should apologize, because he still has not, not to McCain. To the veterans of this nation. And he he maintains there's no apology coming. And this is one of the reasons he scares me. You know, back in the day when we talked about a nuclear weapon and somebody's finger on that button. We would talk about somebody if they had a temper. It used to even be said women would be too emotional to be president because they would, you know, flip out and in a PMS moment put their finger on that button and push. In other words you know, sending and launching a nuclear missile, a weapon of mass destruction, to one of our enemies' way. Donald Trump is in charge. Donald Trump is in charge of all of his companies, his children by so many women, and the women, current and former. He's in charge of the women who are in the beauty contest. What is it, Hawaiian Tropic or whatever the heck it is? He's in charge. 
Donald Trump doesn't back down. Donald Trump doesn't take no for an answer. Donald Trump doesn't apologize. Donald Trump is bombastic. Donald Trump exemplifies a lot of what the world does not like about Americans. Aggression, conceit, ego, rudeness. He's not presidential in style, which may appeal to some. Then again, it might be his celebrity. I've mentioned before, and I'll mention again, I live in California and never could believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger, not a very intelligent man, not a very educated man, a man who had zero political experience except for the fact he married, stooped, and cheated on with the maid, Maria Shriver, who is the Kennedy clan family member. He was a bodybuilder and movie star, not because he could act, because of his bulging muscles and him saying, I'll be Bach, and blowing things up and shooting things. I mean, all men love that. Oh, yeah, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> no, bu- no business being governor. No business being a politician. No political experience. No education. It's not like he took poli sci and then said, hey, I'm going to do bodybuilding, need some money. I look good, love myself in the mirror, whatever it is. I did not believe the people of California could be so stupid. And he was running after the recall of Gray Davis, who was recalled because the people of California thought that Democratic Governor Gray Davis wasn't doing the job in less than the time they gave him to do it, and they thought that California would financially go to hell in a handbag. And you know what happened? Everything they feared that would happen with Gray Davis happened and worse with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He even knows how bad he did. He stopped running. Okay? But America loves celebrity. And Donald Trump is a celebrity. A lot of Americans like that. Yeah, yeah, you tell them. You tell those Mexicans. You tell those brown people. You tell those Muslims. You tell them. Those black people, where are they born? You tell them, Donald. Donald scares me because he exemplifies the worst of our nation. Donald Trump scares me because he exemplifies the, the ugliness of Americans. Donald Trump scares me because I think if he were to speak with anyone in Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Iran, even Israel, certainly Russia, they could put their finger on that button toward us because he cannot negotiate because he cannot work well with others play nice with others because he does not apologize and because he is not diplomatic in short my friend donald trump is not presidential and there is a certain amount of decorum there is a certain amount of diplomacy There is a certain amount of humility. There are oftentimes apologies need to be made. And Donald Trump would never do it. How do you represent a nation of over 365 million people, of which the fastest growing percentage of that population is Latino, and you have never apologized calling Latino immigrants rapists? Not illegal immigrants, immigrants. And that's racist. Are we going to elect a guy with a white hood next? How can you elect a guy to be commander-in-chief of the armed forces of the United States of America who belittles not only Senator John McCain's military record, 
but anyone who was ever captured and his perception that that's how they became a hero. How do you elect a man like Donald Trump to be commander-in-chief when the most important thing to him is money? And he makes that clear constantly, even though he filed for bankruptcy on two to three occasions, depending on who you ask. How do you elect a man to be president who is always on when the cameras are rolling, and I think when they're off. I think the way you see Donald is how, can you imagine his kids or his wife trying to say no to him? Can you imagine if he screws up ever apologizing? I think not. But here's the thing. Donald Trump scares me, and I want to know, does he scare you? Does Donald Trump scare you? He should. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. If Donald Trump is on the GOP platform and Hillary Clinton on the Democratic platform, who's going to win that race? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And what does it say about the Republican Party and their crowded field of candidates that Donald Trump has a double digit lead on them? Does it make their party seem like a big joke? And what does it say about Republican voters themselves? Are they unintelligent? Are they desperate? Are they blinded by celebrity? Or are they racist? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543 is the number. Trump's popularity among those questioned dropped significantly after the McCain attack. Will we continue to see a slide in the polls for Trump every time he opens his mouth? Or is this just a bump in the road for him? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. People are tired of the same old, same old politics on both sides of the aisle. And the reason Trump is getting so much attention is that he answers questions immediately. He doesn't have any thought or hope of political correctness. People are digging the non-PC Donald. Will this continue to work for him in the future? Does it work for you when he does this? Do you want a president who speaks before he thinks? How does that help us with diplomacy? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. I mentioned earlier that Senator Harry Reid attacked the candidates, the 2016 candidates, the 15 of them in addition to the Donald, for criticizing Trump about McCain comments, but remaining silent when he criticized Mexican immigrants as criminals and rapists. Minus Jeb Bush, who did call Trump out on his comments toward Mexicans and who's married to one. Does Reid have a point? Is there really a big difference between the policy views of Trump and the other GOP candidates? Then again, do we even know the policy views of Trump? Or do we just know the sensationalistic rhetoric that he's spewing? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Pick up the phone and join me now. Call me, 8886-LESLIE. Tweet me. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Back after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Donald scare you. I'm Leslie Marshall talking about Donald Trump. He is leading in the polls. What kind of president would he be? Could he beat Hillary Clinton? Should he apologize to veterans? And what about Republicans 
calling him out on his comments about McCain, but not immigrants, with the exception of Jeb Bush. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is Zinamba. Uh, let's go to the calls. We've got a lot of them, and let's uh, start off. Uh, let's start with James in California, line one. Hi, James. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining hey, us. Hi, I'm 777 miles north of you in Northern California. What a pleasure it is to speak with you. i, I got to tell you. And, you know, I always thought that a Trump was some kind of a card game, but I don't know. I might have that wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Hey, listen, um, I uh, called Rush Limbaugh up the other day. I never listened to him. Sometimes I turn him on, you know, just at 20 seconds, and I'm, I'm turning the dial. But I called him up the other day because we have a station here that carries him, and I want to give a shout-out to KGOE in Arcata or Eureka, fourteen eighty to carry your show. Oh me and, too. Um, I love the folks there at KGOE and Eureka yeah, and all the great, great folks listening there. Anyway, yeah. um uh their crystal under twelve forty transmitter up here in Crescent City was is all over the dial and I was listening to Tom. Well we're gonna take a break and rush. come back to you, sweetie. Hold on. We'll take a break and come back to you and we are gonna talk about Trump, not the card game when we return. Don't go away, I'm Leslie Marshall. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. too much or eat the wrong foods, even if you sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach, and I know this personally, you probably do too. Well, experts say that nearly all of us eventually are going to develop some sort of digestive problem, digestive problems, and that's because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes that are needed to break down food. So this is what I do. When I have that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, all I do is take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. It's an oral and digestive supplement, and best of all, Gutsy Chewy is all natural, 100%. Gutsy Chewies were invented by a buddy of mine. He's a physician and a dentist, a gastroenterologist and a dentist. His name is Dr. Doug Hagigi. He blended natural heartburn remedies. He took papaya, licorice root, apple cider vinegar, then calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health. When you put those things together, what they do is they boost the body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Did you hear me? The body's natural defense. Gutsy Chewies are also gluten-free, lactose-free, and they come in citrus or wild berry flavors. They taste great, but they do a great job. So if you get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, take Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better, and it's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. Let's get back to the calls. We're talking about the Donald as in Trump. He is leading in the polls with the GOP. Can you imagine this guy, your president? Donald Trump scares me. Does he scare you? Back to James in California. Line one is promised. Hey, James, thanks for holding. Welcome back. So what do you think about the Donald? He scares me like the atomic bomb. He scares you. Why is that? Well, he's, you know, he, he, it's crazy. Like uh, people have been saying, uh, Schwarzenegger got elected governor in California, Ronald Reagan, then he became president. You never know. Uh, you know, there's so much money behind this guy. 
And the more and more goofy things he says, the more press he gets. But hey, listen, I wanted to tell you, I called Rush out of Limbaugh up uh, yesterday <laughs> because he came through on my, my station, KTOE, in, in Rica 1480. They had some problems with their transmitter up there. Anyway, I called him up and I said, I couldn't believe I got through. And I said, hey, Rush, let me ask you a question. Oh, what do we want? I said, if all of a sudden all the Republicans, all the Democrats, all the Green Party, all the politicians just got together like there was some magic pixie dust came over the country, and all the Catholics, uh, the Jewish, and all the Unitarians, everybody started just getting along and appreciating life. What would you talk about? Next call. Of course. <laughs> of course, James. So, James, you're sweet. Thank I you for the compliments, ask... buddy. And you're a great cheerleader for KGOE, our great affiliate in Eureka. And uh, I'm glad. <laughs> you know what, though? I've heard from a lot of liberals when you call Rush. It, if you do get on, it does uh, become next call pretty quickly. James, thank you for the call there in Cali. Let's go to Wayne in Albuquerque, New Mexico, line two next. Hey, Wayne, good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. Thanks hey. for uh, letting me chime in on Trump. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say that allowing that he's a mess has a racist nature and would definitely be a risky and reflexive uh, choice for uh, a leader of America. There are some good things that I could say about him that I want to share. Uh, he's definitely set himself apart from the rest of the pack. He certainly seems smarter and better than the other Republicans. Well, wait one second. Wait, 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 wait. One, 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 one. I want to ask you. You say he sets himself apart from the pack personality-wise, but does he policy-wise, and does that matter? Well, you know, he's nuances in his policy, but he he highlights the negative and tries to uh, pull himself apart from that. You know, I think that you know, deep down, he's certainly running under the right umbrella. He's a Republican, not a Democrat or a independent or, or something else, you know. Okay. All right. Keep going. But, well, he's, he's been a business leader. He has a mouth that's not much different than George Bush's. Uh, he's got a rare honesty. He's uh, kind of risky and unscripted and unrehearsed, which, you know, when I say these things, it's the one thing I can say in summary is that my mother, who's been a lifelong Republican, and for someone like me, who's been pretty much a lifelong independent, the one thing that she and I agree on is that he is interesting. And if he were to run against Hillary, or even better, uh, if he were to run opposing uh, Bernie Sanders, I think it would be uh, very interesting. Okay. Um, I, so you think it would be a Trump-Sanders. Uh, what, what if Hillary gets the nomination? Do you think she could beat Trump, and, or, or do you think he would, he, he would you know, become our president if he was up against her? Oh, I, I do think that Hillary would have an uphill climb. Uh, you know, I think that uh, she has not just to get the nomination for the Democratic Party, but then running against uh, Trump, you know, if he continues to get more and more popular, speaking his mind, yeah, I think she's going to have a tough run because he's clearly going to, you know, have a frankness and an honesty. I, I just don't think you can deny that. I mean, if, if you, uh, in my mind, I, I'm not shocked at all that he's as popular as he is, and I, I'm also not shocked that independents are trying to listen to him. Okay. Yeah, no, he is a sweet man. He is a kind man. I kind of wonder how the debates will uh, come down on the left. 
uh, because he's uh, he's not mean-spirited. And, and sometimes you have to be at those debates. Well, thank you for the call, Wayne. I hope you'll chime in again there from Albuquerque. Let's go to Mercy, who's also in New Mexico on Line 3. Hi, Mercy. Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you? It's good to talk with you. Good. Good to talk with you, Mercy. I definitely think that Donald Trump could win, unfortunately, and he is very scary. And <clears throat> my my uh, city mate, Wayne, said that he uh, that he's smart and you know gave a bunch of credible um, laws to him. However, Donald Trump has filed for bankruptcy four times. How many people has he put in business as a result of that? Well, and, and if he and, and if he can't run his private businesses, you know, obviously, how how does he, you know, how is he commander in chief of the checkbook of America? And I know Congress is, but he has to be able to work with them, and he has to be able to uh, decide whether to sign or to veto legislation. I, I think I think if Donald Trump were president, he'd veto everything because unless it's his idea, I don't think he'll like it. You're absolutely right. He's such a blowhard. You know, he, he just, I mean, he's hes insulting. He doesn't speak his mind. He, he where he does, he's open mouth and insert foot. He, he doesn't, he just doesn't give a damn, excuse me, but he really doesn't. He doesn't care who he insults. He, he, he and that thing with John McCain, that was so absolutely out of line for him to say that. And, by the way, I need to bring up, too, that, the Republican Party, when 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 Kerry was running, they had their when they had their conference, they wore little blue bandages. Remember that, because or purple bandages because they were mocking John Kerry's Purple Heart. You know. Oh so God, they, absolutely. But you know what? That was I never thought it would be a successful campaign that would take John Kerry down the swift of veterans. But it was a very successful campaign, and I think it. It was largely responsible for his uh, demise, for his losing that election against George Bush. Exactly, and and, and they they need to you they need the Republican Party really needs to start being serious instead of trying to pit people one against the other, the immigrants, the the uh, we're one country. We're one country. We need to start trying to unite. I remember, I'm, you know, I'm in my 60s, but I remember when, when, when uh, elections were about uh, what was going on. They were about policy. They were, and, and you have all this red baiting now. It's terrible. It's, it's awful. I, I do agree with you, and I, I think it's scary because I, I don't think this is going to be necessarily a flash of the pan, and that is what scares me most. We're in agreement there, Mercy. Thank you. Always good to talk to you. Uh, thank Have you for the day. call. Bye. You, you too. Thank you. Well, let's go to Paul in Washington, line four. Paul, good afternoon. Paul? We'll come back to Paul. Let's go to Leslie on line one. Uh, Leslie, how you doing? I understand you have the same name, but you are a guy. Hi. Good afternoon. I, I definitely am a guy. And do you spell it L-E-S-L-I-E or L-E-S-L-E-Y? No, my daughter is L-E-Y. Are ah, you named your daughter Leslie? Yes, and my dad was Leslie L-E-L-I-E. I think it's cute that you named your uh, your daughter Leslie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And okay. She's cute. Okay, so what do you think about the Donald? Let's see if we have, we have the same okay, name. Look, do we have the same opinion? Look, Donald... Donald is not going to be president, and everything they say about him is true. But I'll tell you what, 
I'm glad he's in this race because he's calling out the Republicans. He's calling out their hypocrisy. And I'm glad he's there saying it. And John McCain, John McCain has been living off his, his heroism all this time. And, and he's done nothing to be a hero to the veterans. That man has voted against uh, funding VA administration many times. I wish I could get the record and, and, and post it somewhere, but he has not been a hero for the veterans. He's okay, he's caught. not been a hero for the veterans as a senator. That doesn't mean he was a, he- a, a hero as there. a military they, member of POW and with his war record? Well, I don't care about his war record. Then he, with his war record, he could get a lot done for the veterans, and he doesn't. The, the Senate well, wait, 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 wait. No, that is, that is not – I agree with you if he votes against something that will uh, not benefit uh, the veterans. But this is a guy that stands apart from his party. And this is, this is a guy that can't do it alone, dear. He is part of a group of senators. But he has influence there, and he is a POW. He is a veteran. He is a hero. And he has influence in the Senate, and he does nothing for the veterans. He's even voted to cut the funding. He, he could be a better person for the veterans, and he is not. He's living off his heroism. And so, he's got all these advantages, but he's done nothing for the veterans. And, and I'm glad that there's a person like Donald Trump to call him out. And he's always putting down people. Calling but where are, the speci- where are the specifics? When he says he's done nothing for veterans, have you looked at the voting record of John McCain? I have known some of the things that I've been following that he voted against funding for the Veterans Administration. Okay, and you read something. This is the problem. You read Donald Trump quotes. You read a blog. I mean, there's... You know, there, there's no. A, in the past, he has, and, I, I, and if you anybody, well, let me let me I tell you what, jo- and I'm not a dem, I'm not a Republican, I'm a Democrat, okay? I am a Democrat. Uh, okay, you're a Democrat, okay? Absolutely. But let's talk about Life facts, on. okay? Let's talk about facts, which I have in front of me. These have been fact checked, okay? Okay. The remark by Donald Trump, fact checked by Politifact, okay? Okay. Quote, not a war hero, saying John McCain has quote done nothing for veterans. On the truth, the meter was completely false. And let me give you specifics, okay? You could do a lot more. Okay, let me let me give, let me give you uh, uh, specifics. Okay. okay. Trump has insisted on ABC's uh, this week that John McCain um, doesn't walk uh, the talk, and he did it in an editorial, which is maybe what you read, that was published in USA Today. Um, he said, thanks to McCain and his Senate colleague Bernie Sanders, legislation to cover up the VA scandal in which a thousand plus veterans died waiting for medical care. The list goes on and on. Um, well, uh, you know what? Trump is is not correct. So here, let's look at what McCain has done. And McCain's not running, but here is what he has done. For military families, in June of 2015, McCain co-sponsored an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act of 2016 to cover the travel costs for the family of troops killed in overseas missions. The amendment was adopted by the Senate by unanimous consent after being pushed by McCain. For Veterans' Health, he introduced the Clay Hunch Suicide Prevention for Americans Veterans Act in early 2015 to increase access to mental health support for veterans. It became a law and quickly. Department of the v- Veterans Affairs, the VA, last year, along with Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, a Democratic presidential candidate now led efforts to address the scandal over secret waiting lists at VA hospitals. He pushed the Veterans Access to Care Through Choice Accountability and Transparency Act all the way to enactment. This year, he co-sponsored a bill to increase accountability at the department. Non-legislative support. His office employs 
five caseworkers solely dedicated to helping veterans who run into problems at the Department of Veterans Affairs. McCain's office has handled more than 2,000 veteran cases in 2015 alone. He also reaches out to veterans groups, even those who take issue with him or his record or somebody who might agree with Trump and thinks that he's done uh, nothing. Um, so uh, the bottom line is you're wrong. He has done a lot non-legislative support with the VA, uh, with Veterans Health, with military families, and with legislation that he not only signed, he proposed, and he got passed by Champion. And all those, all those bills have to be funded. And Republicans don't fund anything. Yeah, but you can't blame John McCain for a body of House and Senate Republicans who don't think like he does. But I can blame him for calling people crazy that are trying to do the right thing. I'm sorry. But but you know what? Do you think it is the right thing? Do you think it is the right thing to arrest and deport legal immigrants? Do you think it's right to call all Latin males rapists? Because that's what Donald Trump did do. No, I told you everything they said about Donald Trump is true. But I'm glad he's there calling out the Republicans. So wait Republicans. a minute. If there if there's if there if they if, if John McCain feels and I do, crazy's nice. Okay, look I think it's racist and I think it's offensive to say that any well, I, gr- any one group of people based on their heritage No, he's wrong. Well, I agree with you. Well, but, well but then why I, is why is John McCain wrong to say people that would support that type of rhetoric are crazy? John McCain says things about other people that protest and, and have other opinions. He, he but this is, isn't about John McCain. John McCain is not running for president. He did and he lost. Yeah, this is about I, I Donald Trump. John McCain has nothing to do with you, sir. You don't live in Arizona. Technically, it's nothing to do with you. doesn't affect you, really. Yeah, Donald Trump could very much affect you if he becomes okay, president look, of the United States. But I do know that the Republicans are control of the Senate, and they're not doing anything with reform. With immigration reform, they're not doing anything. They talk. No kidding. But, but not you can't. Doing and I, I, listen, I'm not uh, John McCain's spokesperson control. or champion, and he's not paying me. But he should after this uh, past few minutes. But the, the the bottom line here is, you can't blame one Republican any more than you can blame one Democrat. So let me ask you this: What's Donald Trump going to do? Donald Trump's not going to pass immigration reform. No. If you, you don't pass that. immigration reform, I don't care. With 700 miles of fence that we have now. Like Rick Perry said, and it's very rare I agree with anything that man says, you build it, they'll climb higher, Rick they'll, they'll go around it, they'll go over it, they'll go under it, they always have, they always will. And you, you know what? The, the reality Perry, is we have over 11 million illegal immigrants in this country, the overwhelming majority of which are not criminals or law-abiding citizens, exactly. and they are just stuck in limbo. We've got to exactly. do something. Living in New Mexico, I see that firsthand. Right. right. But they're doing nothing. The Republicans, as a whole, are doing exactly, nothing. which is why I vote. They, de- which is why I vote Democrat. Control. Right, John, but Donald Trump isn't going to do anything. Hatred is not going to accomplish anything legislatively. Well, that's probably true. But every every president needs a Congress on his side. I understand, but Donald Trump doesn't play nice with others. I don't care what party they are in. He's not going to – I don't think they're going to get along well. He doesn't know how to play – he knows how to play Wall Street. He knows how to play real estate. Uh, he, he knows how to you know, play beauty pageants and impregnate pretty women, uh, but, and one when he was married to another. But he does not know how to get along with others, and you've got to do that as president. It's actually one of the complaints some Republicans have of Obama right now. We'll be back right after this. Thank you for your call. Thank you. We'll be right back.
And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio of four and by you, the people. Uh, let's get to the calls and uh, let's go next to Michael in the Bronx. And let me see, where's Michael on line five? And Michael is right here. What's up, Leslie? Hey, Michael. You know, first off, um, you said that Donald Trump is in charge. I want to make a slight correction. Donald Trump ain't in charge of me because I tell you. he. I was saying if he becomes the president, he would be in charge. He still ain't taking charge of me because I've got my rights, okay? He and I will be like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, the World Entertainment. But putting that aside, yes. He does scare me. I gotta admit, he does scare me for two reasons. Number one, he's got a mouth that is so lethal, and he has a following. And I know you heard me make the argument about some people's rhetoric, whose um, following tends to carry out whatever they say. All right. But in, in addition, if it was Donald Trump versus um, Hillary Clinton, can you imagine? With the way how manipulative, how forceful, he doesn't even abide by the laws of the Constitution. If the overwhelming majority of people vote for Hillary and then he decides, uh-uh, I'm not taking this, I'm using my money, I'm going to manipulate people to change the results, I'm going to be in the White House, I don't give a flip who says what. And then he gets away with that. I mean, I think we should take a lesson as to what happened in 2000 when the... Well, you hear that music, Michael. We are out of time. Sorry, I thought we had more time. I thought I had like time for like 10 calls, but I was wrong. We'll be back tomorrow. Hump day. Hope you will, too. Check me out on The Real Story with Gretchen Carlson, 2 p.m. Eastern Hour on Fox News Channel, and then right back here on The Leslie Marshall Show, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Check it out. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Have a great day, and thanks to Mark and Andrew, my great crew.